This podcast's only purpose is for informational use. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell a security. Investing in the market is risky, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Episode 16, a Christmas edition of Two Cents 20-Year-Old starts right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Cents 20-Year-Old podcast, the podcast where I give my two cents on the things you should be thinking about when it comes to your money. Another Christmas has come and gone, and I would say I listened to maybe 15 minutes of Christmas music this year. So not a lot, but uh, that's probably only because I have Spotify and I don't really listen to the radio. Uh, But I remember Christmas music uh, used to get me so hyped up back in the day when I was a kid. Growing up isn't the most fun thing, but uh, having the independence to do whatever and make money are some pretty good benefits to growing up, so I'm not really complaining that much. But I took a couple of days off uh, from the podcast grind uh, just to spend some time with my family for Christmas. It was a nice break, but... Gotta hop back on, Uh, don't want to miss anything, but last Sunday, Congress passed the second stimulus package that we've received during the pandemic. The package was valued at $900 billion and will be giving out $600 for people that qualify in addition to $300 per week in unemployment benefits. The unemployment benefits will last up until March 14th. This new bill is paying out half of what it paid this past round of stimulus, Last, last round of stimulus, we got $1,200 stimulus check with an additional $600 for unemployment. And it took them nine months to agree upon this new one. So, um, yeah, I don't know. People have, are having mixed opinions about it. Uh, but I'm, I, I just hope everyone's getting the money that they need and everything will be settled very soon. But uh, we shall see. This new plan will be sending out $12 billion in Paycheck Protection Program money for minority businesses, Funding to food banks, eviction protection until January 31st, funding for schools, and obviously more funding for COVID vaccines. It'll be interesting to see whether or not we need another stimulus in this upcoming year because I have no idea with this, you know, this mutation, this new mutation of the virus. uh, I I have no idea what they're going to be doing with this, but... um, you know, I guess we'll just have to wait until uh, we see the effects of this new virus. It's said to be more contagious, but um, we'll just see. So instead of, uh, you know, talking about what we already know about COVID and all that type of stuff, we are going to be talking about Christmas shopping and, uh, you know, what you could be doing for next year's Christmas and even for after Christmas this year. Uh, Christmas is the time of year where you express your love to your family members by buying them gifts that they have had their eye on all year but have yet to pull the trigger on. You feel like this is a great opportunity to spend your money on the people you care about, and this expense will brighten up their faces when they see the lengths that you've gone to to make them happy. This is completely fair, and one of the reasons that I love Christmas, actually. However, focusing on strictly this facet of the holiday can be an expensive act of kindness. The thing about it is that you see it as a time to show the person how much they mean to you by buying them something that they would like but don't have. The problem with this is that showing them how much they mean to you has been turned into a dollars game. I love you this much because look how expensive this thing was. Marketers have turned the season of giving into the obligation to spend a lot of money on the people you care about the most. Think of all those car commercials where the husband or wife comes home with a brand new 2020 Audi Q series with a big red bow on top. The husband or wife is happy and the husband or wife and kids also seem to be happy at their new car. 
but is this realistic? Imagine if your finances are tied up with this person because you vowed to spend the rest of your life with them, and then for a Christmas gift, they commit your family to paying off a brand new car for the next five years. (laughs) I don't think that's realistic, to be honest, but marketers have you right where they want you in this instance. They want you to realize that maybe you aren't doing enough for the ones you love. But if you did what the people in the commercials did, then your significant other would absolutely realize how much you love them. It's kind of self-deprecating, don't you think? I'll give you a couple of ways to avoid this feeling of self-deprecation for the next coming Christmas. One way could be to avoid the big ticket items like the newest Apple product and really spend time thinking about what this person loves and what could be something that is less flashy but more meaningful. If they like camping, maybe you book a campsite at a campground for a week for this upcoming summer. If they like music, maybe you buy them a vinyl player or maybe a couple of new vinyls. Yes, these might not be cheap, but what you're looking for is meaningful gifts that they'll really be able to appreciate and remember. Another way is maybe you consider making something for them that they would really love. I asked my mom what she wanted for Christmas, and she basically said she didn't want anything. However, I blew up four photographs that I took of four different seasons and then frame them for her to put in her home office. This wasn't super expensive for me, and she loved them, so it was a win-win. When it's something that they know you took a long time on, and maybe a little bit of effort to pull off, they will appreciate it a whole lot. My last tip is to basically focus on trying to make your gift memorable instead of flashy which is pretty much the whole theme of this episode you could take them out to a nice dinner and walk around in the city if you live near one turn what you give them into a memory that they won't forget you will have to spend money for this but the focus as i said should be the longevity of the memory that they have with you gallup.com says that in 2019 people estimated that they were going to spend around 942 dollars for christmas which is crazy considering around 40% of Americans don't have an emergency savings account with the ability to cover a $400 emergency expense. This potentially means that people are paying for these items with credit because they can't afford it with cash. Considering the fact that WalletHub.com says that in quarter three of 2020, we had around $926 million of outstanding credit card debt, this is really an endless cycle of spending. So let's say... You spent a lot for Christmas and are now looking back at your statements and you don't feel too comfortable about where this left you financially. Well, what I would say now, it is time to buckle down and basically start saving. New Year's is coming up, so I'm sure some of you have resolutions to save more and spend less, but there's no better time than the present. So basically either start figuring out what you're going to do, maybe start a budget or just start altogether right now. Start spending less, start saving more. Saving more post-Christmas might look like taking a couple of weeks off of eating out, maybe cutting off of some, some of those dead subscriptions that you have but don't use and you're still paying for them. Maybe it's cutting the cord on cable entirely because you just stream everything anyway. Maybe picking up some more hours at work if you can. Again, this is for people who don't feel comfortable with all of the money that is left in their account after the holidays. Taking these few months after all of the festivities are done to firm up your finances so that you go into spring looking healthier than ever is an incredible option. At the end of the day, the holidays are about taking the time to spend time 
with your loved ones, if you could, and maybe buying them a present to show them how much they mean to you. But as I stated in this past episode, there's multiple ways of going about doing that instead of just buying that big ticket item that you know other people are falling for and buying because you know that's what the marketers are hired for. That's why they have marketing agencies working with them to create these ads. You know, maybe that's just not the way you go about it. Um, I wanted to, to mention something. So a while ago, I think it was in maybe November. No, no, it was like, it was early December. I made this TikTok and it was talking about um, Cyber Monday. And I basically talked, I, I basically said how much people had spent on Cyber Monday and I pretty much just questioned why that was the case. Like, why, why do you feel the need to jump on Cyber Monday and buy these things? And I got a comment. <laughs> I got a comment on it. And uh, he, the, the guy who commented on it was, he seemed to be really frustrated uh, about the fact that I brought this up, which, you know, I don't doubt people don't like talking about their finances, much less what they're doing wrong about their finances. And, you know, I didn't obviously didn't make this TikTok specifically for this guy, but uh, he felt inclined to comment, which I'm completely fine with. And um, he basically said that because I mentioned how it was FOMO, people were, had the fear of missing out on these deals. So they felt, you know, obligated to go and take advantage of them now. And I said, there's really no need for the FOMO. And he said, it's not FOMO. People just want to take advantage of the deals. And... <laughs> And I basically, I mean, I looked at this comment and I was, it was kind of funny, but I was also a little bit um, confused at whether or not he saw the irony because that's, I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. He said that they, they weren't, they didn't have fear of missing out because what he said, his definition of fear of missing out was they weren't doing it because everyone else was doing it. They were doing it just because they wanted to take advantage of the sales. And I didn't say that they were doing it because everyone else was doing it. I was simply saying that they were doing it because they didn't want to miss out on the sales. They had fear of missing out on the sales. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. It's, it's really applicable to Christmas and any of these shopping holidays in general. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it basically is just that. It's a huge game of fear of missing out. It's a huge game of FOMO. Um, so pretty much the quicker that you can get control of that and get control of your ability to, you know, spend money when you feel like your finances are healthy and maybe when they're not healthy, you save a little bit more. Don't get that big ticket item. That's really what the game is. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening on this Christmas day. I'm sure you guys were very busy. You, probably, you might be listening it tomorrow or maybe a couple of days down the week, but uh, thank you so much for listening anyway. I wanted to mention that Con Man and I, Con Man is the rapper whose music I use for my intros and outros. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine, and we are actually going to be starting a podcast called Nice Try Kid. We should be recording the first episode this week, and I'm not sure of what we're going to be talking about or what it's really going to be about, uh, but I'm sure it's going to be a ton of fun, and it would be awesome if you guys could check it out when we do finish it and put it out. It's probably just going to be us talking and getting ourselves riled up because that's what we usually do when we hang out um so it's, you know it's gonna be awesome but uh again thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a happy rest of your holidays and as i always say i'll be back again very soon
While you in a dream, I'm living nightmares, I'm seeing you.